Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I am here with my brother Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? And we are here for our, I think it's our 33rd episode. <laughs> We're getting up there. I yeah. know. Ooh, I'm lady gonna... doesn't uh, discuss her age. <laughs> I turn 33 next month, actually. <laughs> Yay! I know. <laughs> Why? How is it already going to be August? What the hell? <laughs> Anywho. Time, time flies when you're in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Clearly. <laughs> um, okay, so today we are going to be talking about America's favorite cryptid, or well, maybe second favorite to Bigfoot. Really? I, I mean, considering how fast he is like skyrocketed within the last maybe like two decades. True. Bigfoot doesn't have his own festival, do we? Or that we know of. I, I think, I think, like in terms of cryptids, Bigfoot is like the classics, you know? I feel he's like, yeah. And, and like Mothman is like new metal. Yeah. Oh, like, God. <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> We're going to go back to it. If you guys have been avid listeners, you know what I'm about to say. Y'all need to put some respect on Nessie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, anywho, we are. No, no, no man. No. We're dissing your girl Nessie. or something. Okay. <laughs> She's over there. Body of water swimming around. So what about me? You know, uh, I don't know if anybody listens to uh, public radio, but uh, when the, uh, what is it that um, Scottish lady that does the world music oh oh in npr yeah. uh i can't remember her name that's what i imagine nessie's voice sounds oh, like oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we're doing our episode on the mothman today yes he's a classic also at this point i think he's, yeah he's got a whole damn festival well i mean he kind of died off after the initial reports but i mean he's had a resurgence yeah what was uh was it richard Gere? Yes, yeah, the movie, the Mothman yeah. prophecy. I, I was about to yes. say, I, I wanted think, to rewatch it, but I was like, I don't have time for that. I think he solidified pretty much, you know, the Mothman. I, I think he bought him. I think Richard Gere bought him in mainstream. Thanks, Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nowhere else to go. I think I think that's lost on you. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Think. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> what? It's like a classic movie, right there. Oh, uh, what what movie is that? Oh my god! And I can't even think of the movie title I right just now. Know the quote, uh, the quote too. I don't, I don't remember the actual. Oh, you guys are a bunch of of weenas. <laughs> weenas! Oh my god! First, you want nuns to give wedgies, and now we're weenas. Well, for a simple man like me, <laughs> I tend to forget a lot. Hey, I know if you insult him with you? big words, he won't get it. But yeah. calling him a weena, yeah, he'll get it. Yeah. Anywho, so. We are doing our episode on the Mothman today, but before we get into our story, let's, of course, cover our bases. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you guys are listening to. And remember, that's Let's Chat Paranormal now. Please, guys, yeah. remember that. Follow us. Yeah, uh, our Instagram and Facebook, they are both now Let's Chat Paranormal. Um, I feel like we're, we're gonna be easier found this time because I did a couple of searches and there's not Let's Chat Paranormal on, on anything that pops up really, except for like maybe one episode of something, but that was like the name of their episode, not the name of their podcast. And, right, right. And it was like years old, I think. So I was like, okay, I think we're kind of okay. 
So yeah, uh, we've rebranded to Let's Chat Paranormal. You can send in your stories to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com for us to read on the uh, podcast. Uh, we want to hear anything like your ghost stories. It doesn't even have to be scary. You could send us your cryptid stories, uh, crazy dream stories that affected you in real life, or if you have premonitions or something, just send it in. I want to read it and discuss it. Yes. No Zach Baggins stuff, goddamn. <laughs> send in your Zach Baggins stuff to me. I'm Not about it. Your Zach Baggins wet dreams, please. <laughs> I don't want to see this. Please. Yeah, Is it both fan fiction? <laughs> Just send the links to it. I'll read it later. But I will say, I will say, <laughs> Mothman versus Zach Baggins. Who got it? Mothman, clearly. The dude's ripped. I don't know, man. Baggins has got that goat, bro. <laughs> we'll see. And that was, I was, I was going to propose that at the end of the episode. Yoked up Goatman versus Mothman? I don't know. I mean, I don't like, know. I can see, you know, Mothman taking it up with Baggins <clears> and then <throat> yoked up goat bros. Like, hey, that's my bro. <laughs> I feel like a, a Mothman can fly, so he's got an advantage to him. But well, does he have a vape, though? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can't fly and hit something with oh big clouds God. of smoke <laughs> hindering your sight. God. Anyways. All right. And then um, the other thing that I'd like to mention, we're going to be mentioning it a lot. So sorry if this is annoying to you. Um, we are going to be at the Paranormal Fest at Victoria's Black Swan Inn uh, in September. Uh, me and Eric will be there. Uh, just if you want to stop by and say hi, we'll have uh, some merch. Uh, we'll have a couple of like free things to give to people. And then, of course, we'll have like some... Uh, we'll have some very interesting merch for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll be, uh, I promise, it'll be something y'all guys would want to take on. I, I yeah. just I just want to be a rock star. I want to see all the goth ladies. Oh, gosh. Well, they're definitely, <laughs> I think, are going to be there. I will not be there, but always feel free to drop off some uh, coloring books and crayons <laughs> for me. I will appreciate it. <laughs> we keep them very limited. Yeah, here. we have sidewalk chalk for him. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Uh, I can't eat it though. <laughs> you should see it. All his notes are on the refrigerator. <laughs> I don't know why they can't understand uh, my writing, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, anyways, wow. <laughs> um, before we get started, any creepy updates? Yes, actually, I do. Sorry, oh, I was taking a, a yes, drink of my I'm delicious ice cold Lone Star right now. Oh but gosh. <laughs> but uh eva she's begin to she's began to see the uh shadow people again what do you mean again well i mean like i've like i've mentioned before in earlier episodes every once in a while she seems to see these shadowy figures uh like up against the wall right she sees a shadow casting on the wall and uh like the first few times she thought it was one of our kids and she yelled at it oh shit and it like ran away oh right? no so this time she was coming down the stairs and the way it's set up is our staircase is, you know, adjacent to our kitchen. Uh -huh. So the light from the kitchen casts against the wall where our pantry is, you, you know, like shadows. Yeah. So she was coming down the stairs and she saw a shadow right there on that wall where the pantry is. So she calls out and I, I guess kind of like subconsciously she knows like, hmm, this has happened before. Yeah. So she asks, Caleb, are you down there? And she doesn't get an answer. So she starts taking a few steps and the shadow runs away, right? So she's like, oh, fuck, it's it's one of the kids hiding down here because it was during, you know, their bedtime. Or not mm. their bedtime, but their time that they're supposed to go to bed. Oh, hell no. So 
she right away is upset because she's like, okay, one of the kids or Caleb most likely is out of bed and he's sneaking around getting snacks or getting last drinks and, you know, bullshitting. Yeah. So she gets down there and she doesn't find him. She looks in the kitchen. She looks in the dining room. She looks in the living room and she calls out and I don't know how she missed it, but she calls out and she, she, uh, calls for Caleb and he's still upstairs, but she was just upstairs. So she was like, were you down here? And she said that he genuinely was like, no, I was I was up here. You know, I was laying in bed. You didn't see me. You walked by me. And, you know, I've, I've been up here all this time. So she was like, she she right away told me she was like, I'm seeing the shadow people again. So. Oh, shit. That's scary. What day was that? It was like two days ago. Oh, hell no. It was like two days ago. Yeah. Oh, so remember. Okay, wait, was that the end of your. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so remember the other day, you you didn't mention on the podcast, but you had said that um, the boys were having, like, nightmares lately. Right. And so that same night was the first night that Sal had, like, came running into our room in the middle of the night, like, like if he was scared of something, like, trying to run away from something. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. and I was just like, what the fuck? And, like, Jesse didn't think anything of it because... Right. Uh, he has started creeping into the bed in the middle of the night, but that was like the only time that he was like, like freaked out and was panting right, and right. like was obviously scared. And so like it freaked me out. I was like, what are you so scared of, dude? And I was like, I'm not going to go to your room. Like, just stay here with me. <laughs> <laughs> stay in, stay yeah, in safety. Exactly. Safety. But um, yeah, that's that's the only thing that I, that I noticed that I was like, huh strange yeah anything for you jesse uh i don't know man it's it's kind of difficult i don't because you know i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to freak you out well tell me (laughs) i live here yeah exactly so um i guess progressively during the week i've been seeing stuff out of the corner of my vision and uh i guess i want to say wednesday i you know they usually get up pretty early to go out and about and i right right you know i'm like you know what i'll, I'll sleep in a little bit more so um i had slept in they had left and uh i was in and out of sleep because you know lola she's constantly jumping in and out so we leave the door open so she can walk out and at that point she just jumped out of the bed and walked out to the living room and i was like okay whatever like better for me so I do this thing where I lay on my belly and I'm like, all right, just make sure set my alarm so I can get up at um, 7.30, maybe 7.45. And I'm uh, going back out, of, you know, into sleep and I hear like uh, rustling, but it's on the ground. Oh, shit. And I think it's her. And I go, what? Why, why would you be on? Yeah, oh, uh, oh Lola. Lola. I, think I was going to say, why would you think that my sister is just <laughs> rustling around on the ground? It's like, yeah, my giant body just like but, flopping around. So I look, I kind of turn around to see if she's at the door. If she's trying to get on the bed so I can pick her up. And right where her desk is at, I see like this, the burnt outline. Remember I told you that it doesn't oh, no. have no legs. Yeah, like yeah, it has yeah. no legs or no, no arms. Right, right. Kind of like. A worming towards me. Oh, hell what no. the fuck? And I kind of stared at it and I looked back into my pillow and I was like, no, I was like, I'm not gonna fucking, I'm not gonna do this. So I looked back out and I didn't see anything. So I was like, okay. I was like, okay. So I'm looking up at the ceiling, looking up at the ceiling 
And I was like, all right, I was like, just what do I do? Do I get up? Do I go back to sleep? I'm not, I'm not sleepy anymore. Like this literally ruined my, my sleepy time. <laughs> and, um, I was like, okay, well, I'll just throw it, try to go back to sleep. And then of course the next door, you know, dogs start going frantic, just like ape shit, ape shit. And I hop on the cameras. I'm thinking maybe somebody's outside in the front. Nothing. And Lola's literally at the door, not wanting to cross the threshold. Oh, shit. So at that point, I get up, I get dressed, I shower, and I take out. So then then on Friday, of course, same thing. It's I I took a day off. Sue me, right? (laughs) And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to sleep in. Then I'm going to go over to y'all's dad's shop and help him out with stuff. Right, right. So... Of course, I think I dropped you off, right, on mm-hmm. that point. So we're all taking off, whatever. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little extra drinking, watching some TV. And uh, again, I hear the the rustling, but it's out here in the in the living room. And I kid you not, I saw a kind of like a head shape pop out, like if someone was crawling. So I thought it was Sal crawling towards me that he had woken up. And I was like, your mom's in the other room. <laughs> and uh, I get up because I saw the head peek over real quick and peek back out, but I didn't hear the door open towards the her room. All right, all right. So uh, he's fucking asleep, and I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm I'm gonna pass out. This is this is enough for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been seeing a burnt lady with no arms and legs again. What the fuck? Not oh, about no. it. Not. What about are you gonna it. start seeing again? Or, well, you know what is really concerning is, like, I feel like I've been hearing, like, wrestling. But also, like, I feel like I've been, like, I I don't know if I'm going fucking crazy, but, like, I always feel like I'm hearing whispers now. Oh, yeah. She's always constantly saying something. (laughs) Yeah, like, I literally was ready to start a fight earlier with Jesse. Jesus Christ. Because, like, he he had said something to me. I said, yeah, it's okay. It's fine. And yeah, I walked away. And like, you know, when you say it's fine, you know it's not fine. But like I heard a whisper <laughs> and I was all, what did you fucking whisper to me? And then like he was just like, I didn't whisper anything, blah, blah, blah. And like mm. he was getting upset too. And okay. I was all like, boy. I was like, I legitimately <laughs> said nothing. I just said, yeah, it's fine. And I was walking away. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that south side really, really coming out on you. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Okay, creepy updates really creeped me out today, but okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the Mothman. He's not as scary anymore. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I do about a 10-minute drive back to the house. It's not far, but because it's like back roads, uh-huh. it takes about 10 minutes. I'm really hoping I get to see the Mothman tonight. <laughs> well, you know what? That bridge that goes into that one street where the oh, visual, yeah. all the visuals of like the people that have literally oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that's a creepy point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. Um, okay. Are we ready to get started on the Mothman? Yeah, just, to reiterate, I'm a very down to brass guy and like I do get shook up by this woman that's about a hundred percent burnt, okay. no hair, missing teeth, yellow eyes. Uh, it's a little more disconcerting that you're confusing him with your son, though. Well, you see, oh well, Casal literally will army crawl over here to the, from his room to the living room. He will army he'll, crawl. Like he'll peek, he'll be sneaky. Yeah, that's why. So it, it's, that's actually kind of awesome. He, he's, he's 
He's in a phase where, like, I need to be in his line of sight to fall asleep. It's ridiculous. Okay. I mean, most people kind of enjoy that, but... Well, no, not when, like, you're fighting with him for two hours to go to bed. Ah, yeah, I get it. Well, he has this thing where he has to hold her hand to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. And Jen swears that I do that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Sal wants to hold my hand when to fall asleep. And then the other night, I told Jesse, I was like, oh, you held my hand when we went to sleep. And now I'm just like, great, was it the burnt guy now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's like, you did it. I was like, I don't remember doing that. I was like, but Yeah. Anyways. Well, I mean, it's kind of strange that he he needs that sense of security. Yeah, it's only Mm. been recently. Yeah, while when we started doing this now. I I mean, I know he hasn't been doing it since we started again, but... Uh You know, considering that, that we're kind of getting deeper and deeper into yeah. what we're doing. It, it's only been recent, like maybe the last week or two, that I feel like a little Pokemon is fucking following me around no matter what. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Mothman. <laughs> okay. So, uh, are we ready for the Mothman? The yes, man of the moth? I, I am ready for yoked up Mothman. <laughs> Got nothing against goat dude okay anyways go, go bro. <laughs> and go, so bro. uh me and eric we both did research on the same thing i'm gonna be taking like the main lead but if like there's some details that i am missing he's definitely gonna be jumping in because i i did get some resources i'm just gonna say i'm now uh, a website called the mothman.fandom wikipedia of course all that all that's interesting.com and then the modern mythologist.com. So that's where I got most, or well, pretty much all of my uh, notes from. So let's get started. The Mothman is a very popular cryptid in American history. Originating in West Virginia, the Mothman has become famous all over the world, spawning the extremely popular Mothman festival, movies, shows, and amazing renderings of the creature. So what exactly is the Mothman? On November 12, 1966, in Clendenin, West Virginia, a group of five gravediggers working in a cemetery witnessed the first sighting of the Mothman. Kenneth Duncan and four of his friends were digging a grave for his father-in-law. Duncan stopped when he saw a massive figure soar above their heads and began to rapidly move from tree to tree. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> well, it's also said that he, he like saw this thing for a full minute. Yeah, like, not about that. <laughs> no. But uh, later on, the gravediggers would describe the figure as a brown human being. But, so... My thing is like, why were y'all digging a grave in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you <laughs> for do for somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you do, guys. Come on. Okay, <laughs> I'm the fool here. Yeah, for well, sure. <laughs> I'm wondering why he didn't like immediately notify everybody. Like, hey, there's this strange thing flying above yeah, us. Yeah, I'd be like, bro. <laughs> I don't even say bro, but I'd be like, bro. <laughs> like, honestly, I'd be like, look. Right now, what we're doing is pretty weird, but there's something <laughs> weirder mm-hmm. in the trees right now. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm more confused on why he didn't immediately notify everybody. Um, like, so these are all guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man, you don't want to be the first one to go, what's that in the trees? <laughs> okay, oh, I see it. It's your mom. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to. Wow. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You know, roasting motherfuckers. Yeah. Damn. That's why. You want to know why I talk about nuns and wedgies? It's because I live with this fool. 
Anyways. <laughs> Seriously, like just imagine everybody's there. You're digging graves. You're like, I just want to go home. It's a long shift. I'm fucking covered in dirt. And then this fool's like, oh my God, everybody check this out. Like, no, David, keep going. His Nobody's name was Kenneth. <laughs> Close enough. Kenneth, nobody's going to take over for you. <laughs> it's <Anyways>. your turn. <laughs> So, on November 14th, almost two hours away from Clendenin in Salem, West Virginia, Merle Partridge was at home enjoying a night in front of his TV. At around 10.30 p.m., the TV screen went black out of nowhere and emitted a high-pitched noise. Immediately after, Partridge's German Shepherd began to howl at something outside. The two made their way onto the porch to witness something with round red eyes circling his barn. Uh, nope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, shit. The dog continued to bark and ran after the lights into the night. Partridge never saw his dog again. The next morning, Partridge found his dog's paw prints circling the barn, but did not lead anywhere else. So, does this mean the Mothman stole his dog? Or... More, yeah, I was going to say more angrily ate it. Well, yeah. Fucking ate that dog. Well, you know what this reminded me of? Uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, so when the two blue healers yeah. went out there. That's what That's the, what I thought of immediately, especially because it was chasing after lights in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, uh, Partridge even describes his dog as not being like a... Aggressive. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. He, he doesn't describe it as being like jumpy, kind of. Uh, well, that and also like this is like he. I, I think uh, his quote is like, "Hey, this he was a muscular German Shepherd. Like he was a strong animal, and for something to you know startle him, take him out, yeah, yeah. and startle him, and then I never see him. It that, must have been something pretty yeah, crazy. That's so sad. I wouldn't know what to do. That again." Our dog. I'm not shaming our dog. For She's being literally a- wearing a little dress right now. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> let me Christ. just yeah again. Let me read it. Ridiculous. She's wearing a little dress. She's a Monty Poo. <laughs> She's and a baby. She's like she protects the home. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, really? Just, that, yeah. That's your perception of... Yeah, of... Jesse's all like, why can't we get rid of her? I'm like, no, she protects us. <laughs> like, whenever I leave the From house... What? Or, well, whenever I leave the house, I tell Lola, okay, Lola, protect the house. Okay, ghosts, protect Lola. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, the, so everybody has a job here. And I'm just like... <clears throat> Why can't we just get like a medium-sized dog <laughs> that'll like? Because can you imagine a medium-sized dog fucking jumping on you in the middle of the night? Because no, the medium-sized dog would be outside and it would come inside no. for a couple. Of... No. I was like, I need oh, him Jesus outside Christ. during the night to scare the cats that shit on our mulch. <laughs> you you're just upset about the mulch, okay? Anyways, we're going off topic. Yeah, here. sorry, Mothman. All right. So, anyways, maybe it's the Mothman shitting on your mulch. No, you know what? We if would. it is, I'll sew that. Shit. I know. I was gonna say we're gonna just go collect but cat shit, I've, Mothman shit. I've stayed up, genuine, literally like brooding over this, and I've come out, and the cat's like, oh shit! <laughs> so like, fucking Jesse's hiding in the bushes, and, just, <laughs> yeah, and I come out, I'm like, guy, hey, get out of here! Fucking Jurassic Park, the raptor, <laughs> get out of here! And they're literally like halfway through it and they're like oh god cheese it get out of here <laughs> god. okay again off topic let's get back wow. to the moth oh my gosh <laughs> damn it owen we'll there's somebody out there going like damn i can relate to that if you have any <laughs> any uh natural remedies or tips to help us from keeping 
the stray cats from shitting in Jesse's mulch. Please send them in. <laughs> and I'm not. T- I, I swear to God, if you guys send me a way to repel Mothman shit, <laughs> so upset. These are real cats. There's gonna be a magic spray or something. Yeah. fucking Windex. <laughs> You're gonna fuck around and find out is the chupacabra yeah. shitting oh in your. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, way off topic. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <clears throat> So on November 15th, two hours away from Salem in Point Pleasant, two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, had their own run-in with the Mothman. And this is probably like one of the most famous incidents with the Mothman. So in an area outside of town known as the TNT area, uh, due to it being a former World War II munitions plant and power plant, the couple saw a large gray creature with glowing red eyes hobble into the light or their headlights in their black 1957 Chevy that they were all in. That was a Bel Air, by the way. Oh. You pay respects to that damn car. Is that, I don't know. I read something that said it was a 1957 Chevy, or is that what a Bel Air is? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a Chevy, Chevy Bel Air. Oh, well, I don't know that. Beautiful so. car, by the way. Yeah, it is a very beautiful car. Well, cool. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, she's Damn. a cool story, bros. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't, I don't know anything about cars. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> what was the potato head say? What you uncultured swine? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it. Uh, this I is American the, classics here. Yeah, it is a very American classic, but I think it also pays to the detail that you're probably going to go into next, as far as the the speeds that it reaches. When they're trying yeah, to get away. That, so. I'm, I'm very surprised at that. So, anywho, scared, they tried to drive away only to be followed by what they described was a large seven-foot flying man with ten-foot wings. Uh, so, Linda would later report its eyes were a deep, fiery red and that its legs were extremely muscular. <laughs> <laughs> As they drove... They could hear the wings hitting the top of the car, even leaving scratch marks on the car. The creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, so they were guesstimating around 100 miles per hour because that's how fast they were traveling. Though Mm -hmm. they reported he was a clumsy runner on the ground, silly mothman. Uh, (laughs) Well, funny detail is all the accounts of the witness, like, you know, witnessing uh, the mothman. No one has ever been able to accurately describe his feet. Did you know that? No, but that's an interesting thing. He could be wearing Adidas or Nikes or something. (laughs) Were Nikes around back then? I think he was just ahead of his time and he's like, I'm not letting any of these foot fetish weirdos (laughs) get in on me. He could be wearing Crocs. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) He started... (laughs) This is one dude in Point Pleasant. I was like, what kind of shoes are those? He draws them out. His oh friends my are God. like, they look amazing. Yeah. I call them Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Arnold right now. Just like, you what? You ugly motherfucker. <laughs> just, oh God. Are you talking to me? No, your shoes. <laughs> what kind of Croc charms do you think Mothman would have? Hmm. Dogs. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Never mind. Well, I mean. Yeah, go ahead and uh, clue us in if what kind of yeah. car comes you Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Once the car left the outskirts of the town, the creature scuttled into a nearby field and disappeared. 
The couples were now downtown and finally stopped and debated whether or not to go back to investigate what they saw. Linda wanted to go to the police immediately, but the men said that it was a bad idea since they thought the police would just laugh at them. After convincing the women to go back, they began to drive back to the power plant. They stopped again on the way out of fear of what they were doing, uh, where they saw a large dead dog on the side of the road. As they continued on their journey, as soon as they passed the dog, the creature jumped back out, only to grab the dog and disappear. And could this have been Partridge's dog? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. That would be so sad. And oh... That's an ugly thought. <laughs> so, anywho, understandably terrified, the couples rushed back into town and stopped at the oh. Tiny's diner and called the police. They reported the incident to Deputy Halstead. Uh, Halstead's first reaction was to not believe them. But after realizing these were not the attention-seeking kind of kids and that they were all visibly terrified, he went and investigated. Deputy Halstead, unfortunately, did not find any clues or evidence to the Mothman. Later on, both men in the car would tell the Point Pleasant Register that the beast had bright red eyes, about six inches apart, a wingspan of ten feet, and the apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car. No, yeah, yeah I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the other things that I'd like to point out is that while they were being chased, right? Back it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. While they're being chased by the Mothman, going back into town before they actually reach the city or, mm-hmm. or you know, the town, uh, they, it, they really had emphasized, like, on how easy it was for Mothman to keep up or, like, how effortless oh, yeah. it felt because they said that it the creature didn't even flap its wings very often. It felt as if it was just gliding and that uh, it would easily catch up and be right above the car or slow back down and be right behind the car and just kind of keep doing that motion. Like playing cat and mouse. Yeah, like catching up, getting right above the car and then slowing back down, getting right behind the car. Not about So, yeah, that's that's really cool. And then in the investigation, you know, I don't know if you have notes on this, but uh, the the, the sheriff that, that took down their accounts... In order to try to to like determine whether or not this was actually true, he actually separated all four and told them to write their accounts down uh, of what happened. And after he got them all back, they were all corroborated. They were all the same. They were they all described the exact same things that just happened. to add a little bit of a uh, of I guess realism to this. Um, <clears throat> I looked up the specs for the Chevy Belair. And you can get from 0 to 100 in 8.1 seconds. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's and 0 to 60 Ooh. in 7.7 seconds. And its top speed is 128 miles per hour. What the fuck? And this is 1966. Like, this is this is a, a, a muscle, the muscle car <laughs> yeah, era. Yeah, a muscle oh, car. Oh, okay. I was like, my central like is like screaming at me <laughs> if I'm trying to get to 70, just getting on the highway. <laughs> so, these guys punched it, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, in... 8.1 seconds, they could have reached 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, in 7.7 seconds, they could have reached 60 miles per hour. My bad. Well, still, that's really fucking fast, and that's insane. Yeah, the, like I said, the top speed is 128 miles per hour. That's- yeah, and and you, you could imagine, right? Like, the fastest bird in the world still needs to work up the speed to catch up to something, or, you know, to, to get to, to high speeds. 
uh, which I think is like a falcon, right, or something like that. But like this creature that they described, I mean, it immediately was just with them. Like yeah, it, it was just it's there. It's at that uh, level. I mean, I, I could understand if it was like at a high altitude and then it's swooping down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you're gonna hear a lot of and it's it's funny, right? Because a lot of people describe uh, seeing this creature and they say that it almost rises up like a like a helicopter really fast uh without actually moving its wings it sounds like a fucking gargoyle you know what wow that's actually pretty good that's that's what i was gonna actually lead into like wow um, what wow jen you just cracked the case it's a gargoyle it's a fucking gargoyle (laughs) (laughs) we've we've had it wrong the whole time (laughs) because i've Ram, I told you I was watching that whole uh, uh, PBS thing, oh, uh-huh. thing, and they go over gargoyles. Uh-huh. And uh, I was thinking of the show Gargoyles. Well, yeah, well, because wow. they it's it's <laughs> essentially yes, the show Gargoyles from the nineties <laughs> takes a lot from the folklore. And I was like, holy shit! I was on like Mothman, essentially describing a gargoyle. He hides in like high altitudes. You yeah. only see him at night, basically. And when he disappears, you're like, well, where the fuck did he go? You know? <laughs> he saw I'm on a fucking building, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perched on top. Wow. wow. Oh. Wow. There we yeah. go. Thanks. There's like this fucking gargoyle in Point Pleasant that's been there all their lives and nobody's suspected yeah, no a damn shit. thing from it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um okay, so back to this. Uh la 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 la. Let me find where I was, sorry. Oh, okay. Um uh, Knowing that they sounded crazy, Scarberry made sure to reiterate that he knew what they saw and it was not a figment of their imagination. He's quoted as saying, If I had seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything. But there were four of us who saw it. The following day, the group went in to investigate the TNT area and found odd-looking tracks resembling two horseshoes put together but smooth. Steve claimed to have seen something fly up inside a boiler when a door was kicked open. No one stayed around to see what it was. (laughs) Understandably. (laughs) After the incidents were reported publicly, people began to flock to the TNT area to catch a glimpse of the Mothman. The papers soon gave the creature its name Mothman, as around this time is when Batman had been released, the yes, TV show. <laughs> yes, and his rogues gallery is what inspired this name. The rogues gallery? What is that? It's basically Batman's, bad guys. Yeah, yeah oh. Batman's bad guys. And it, it's, it is to note that uh, if you are going to go look for what, you know, Killer Moth is essentially who they they named this character, the, the, the Mothman after. Uh, he doesn't show up in the Adam West show. He's in the comic. Mm. So, yeah, don't go looking for him in the show. He's in the comic. Good to know. So an interesting note to mention is that after this incident, the Scarberries claim to have poltergeist-like activity in their home from 1966 to 1967. God damn. Man. I know. Really fucking with them. Right? So, Linda, the only one of the four that would later on agree to do TV shows, said that she saw the creature many times, including once on the roof. She's quoted as saying, It seems like it doesn't want to hurt you. It just wants to communicate with you. Hmm. Which, no, that sounds like... (laughs) Well, I mean, you gotta think about it. What was the year that they were haunted from this poltergeist type of activity? 66 to 67. That's... 
a good chunk. Yeah. yeah so like I can year. imagine the first year you're really terrified, but then after a while, it's kind of like you walk outside and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing up there?" <laughs> and like at this point, the Mothman's like, "Uh, I'm not freaking you out." <laughs> you it's know, like, like a toddler. It's just like. <laughs> Yeah, like he's kind of signaling to you, and they're like, what are you trying to say? And he's like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. <laughs> Learn to text, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, right now it's sounding like Yoked Up Go Bro is a lot tougher, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like a lot more Mothman's over the time. just going to come fuck y'all up. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> take my dog. Yeah, go for it. Don't take say the cat, that. Take the cats that are shitting in my <laughs> mold. <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Now we're leading up to the big one. So on November 16th, the... Oh, wait. No, not yet. Not the big one yet. So on November 16th, the night after the couples had their uh, sighting of the Mothman, Marcella Bennett, her daughter, brother, and sister-in-law all went to visit family that lived near the TNT area. After their visit, Marcella began to walk back to her car holding her daughter. Following from behind out of the house was her brother and sister-in-law, where her brother stopped and noticed red lights hovering in the air above the car. When Marcella got to the car, she saw out of the corner of her eye a dark figure a few feet away from her. Turning her head slowly, she described seeing a six-foot man with huge wings and feathers covering its whole body. The figure had hunched up shoulders and no neck just or head, just an empty space. Seeing the creature and his sister only a few feet apart, her brother yelled, run, to her. Scared, she stood there not knowing how to react. Finally, once the creature took a step toward her, her trance was broken and she ran to the house. She tripped several times before getting back in. Oh, I think she actually fell onto her daughter. Oh, my God. That's yeah, even she, worse. She fell onto her daughter and uh, didn't realize it. Oh, shit. And, yeah. So. Oh, no. Sorry. I just looked down and Sal is, like, sitting up in his bed. Scared is, the fuck out of me. That, <laughs> that sounds very reasonable if you think about it. So, brother, sister out there, kid, see this weird-ass thing. They yell at you, run, and you're literally fixated on this object. Yeah, and you yeah. have no idea what it is, what kind of intentions it has towards you. So you're just looking at it like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Then it literally takes a step towards you. <laughs> and at that point, as we hear in, uh, what's our new uh, brand uh, name? Let's chat paranormal. We get uh, spooked and pooped. <laughs> <laughs> and we book it. And she slips on some of that poop. Yeah, we, we're we not ashamed in the paranormal world of uh, getting spooked and pooped. If you're out here, Baggins, I'm pretty sure he's gotten oh, yeah. spooked I'm, and pooped. I'm sure he's had times. his fair, of, fair share of Yeah, he's probably like, poops. don't you, I poop my pants, don't you put this, don't you show this. That's why he wears black pants and yeah. black boxers. Don't you show these to my pants. So. Of course, there's Jen Fangos will be like, we understand, spooked and poops a thing. <laughs> there's some box in an un- undisclosed uh, hole in the Las Vegas no, desert I, full of boxers. I think they just burn it and they make it seem like it's a, you know how they burn stuff sometimes? Like <clears throat> in the shows. This was a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it say Hanes in there? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
Any who's. Um, you get a cease and desist order. I know. Stop giving the secrets away. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh, anyways, so she runs back to the house. She trips several times and she gets back in. Finally inside, her brother calls the police to report that the creature was outside on the porch, banging on the door and peering in at them from the windows. Yeah, this motherfucker did not leave. I know, that sounds so scary. Like, not only is you got fucking giant-ass Mothman over there with red eyes, like, he's over (laughs) here fucking looking into your windows like a psycho. I just want to say that this really, I mean, if anybody, nobody's made the connection, this really takes a lot. Or I guess it you can see it in the movies from Jeepers Creepers. Oh yeah, where that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. If you're thinking about Mothman and the activity it's doing, this is literally like waiting. Like it's gives zero fucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thank you. So they call the cops. Police arrive to search for the creature, but it was gone by then. At the same time, though, townspeople heard about it too and also showed up. After that, Marcella never saw the creature again, but claims to be able to feel its presence when it's around. <laughs> Excuse me. I hiccuped. <laughs> it's a margarita. Yeah. Okay. So here's the big one. On December 15th, 1967, approximately 13 months after the last major Mothman sighting, tragedy struck Point Pleasant. Over the Ohio River was the Silver Bridge, a suspension bridge originally constructed in 1928. The bridge carried U.S. Route 35 from Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gallipolis, Ohio. I probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. Gallipolis. There you go. Sounds about right. And it was 2,235 feet. It was later found that the bridge was carrying much heavier loads than it was built for. Yeah, because this was during the holiday times. Yeah. So, sadly... Yeah, so uh, it it was carry, carrying heavier loads and it was poorly maintained. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the time of the bridge's construction, the typical family car was a Ford Model T and weighed about 1,500 pounds, and trucks weighed about 9 tons. In 1967, family cars jumped up to around 4,000 pounds on average, and trucks went up to around 27 tons. This and the combination of rush hour traffic five days a week, several times a day, would add more wear and tear than expected. During rush hour traffic on December 15th, the bridge collapsed, ending the lives of 46 people that day. The collapse of the bridge was pinpointed to a defect in material in one single single link called I-Bar 330. Basically, a small crack formed through the wear and tear and suffered internal corrosion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The crack was only about 0.1 inches deep when the link failed and caused a chain reaction that caused the bridge to collapse in under a minute. I always think about that when I'm stuck in traffic on the highway on those high high ridges and I just feel like them shaking. I'm just like... We're gonna fall through. I was like, I know this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, so now, like on my dad's side of town over there, towards uh, yeah, because uh, it's, it's the high rise ones. Yeah. Oh my god, man, I, I am so terrified of those now because they're like single bridge, like single lane bridges that just kind of veer off, and I don't know if there's a phobia for it. Right, well, because I get terrified, so I can be up really high, but if I could still see land, I'm okay. 
But if I'm going up really high, right? Because this is a bridge. So you got to go up and then over. Yeah. So when I'm going up and all I see is sky, I almost become like, like kind of like, like vertical. I oh. guess. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's vertical when you get up high and you literally feel like you're going to fall. Yes. Yeah. Vertical. That's the way I feel. Uh-huh. I, I start feeling your like very... equilibrium comes off and yeah. you feel like you're going to veer off. Okay. Kind of well, I did. Yeah. That's vertical. Yeah, I was a roofer. Oh so. my god! Uh, but like I said, if I can see land, I'm perfectly fine, right? I could be really high, but as long as I see land, I'm, I'm okay. It's just when I'm driving and I'm looking up and I can't see nothing, I start feeling like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, that's strange for me. It's different. I'm, I'll be okay, but once I'm actually at a stop in these places. I start thinking of all the construction workers as my friends <laughs> and them going like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> Just move on. It, you know, it didn't set right. Screw it. I got a party to go to. <laughs> the other one is stronger. We did that one good. <laughs> oh, Jesus you know Christ. The, the only bridge I can think of that, that would scare me like that is the one in Corpus that uh, you never oh, drove me over. God. Yeah, because again, I think about it and I, I know the people. Sorry, Corpus. I'm not trying to bring But y'all seen y'all's roads, the potholes. Sorry, sinkholes. No, sorry. Canyons. <laughs> you, you will get lost in them. <laughs> If, <laughs> surrounding San Antonio, for hearing, I dare you drive down Corpus Street. <laughs> <laughs> you need a four by four just to go down the street, <laughs> even. But uh, yeah, um, I, I I just think about that. You know, human error. People taking shortcuts. Uh, they're getting paid by the hour. There's not real engineers in, in you know in the area, kind of like well, going, like supervising and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, in this uh, particular thing for the Silver Bridge, so it seems like they did do inspections, but uh, they there was no way for them to do thorough inspections. Like, it seemed like that they would only do, like, I guess, visible ones, like, oh, just what they yeah. can see. Well, yeah. Like, there's no way that they would be able to see that. Right, right. I understand right. it. It's it's the tire tap, what I call it. Whenever you're checking your car and you're like, is oh, the tire yeah. good? And you just kind of... Yeah, you kick it. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's fine. Hit it with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't look at the inside of it. There's a there's a ball there yeah. or there's a nail. And you're like, yeah, I'm about to take this, you know, four-hour yeah. drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no shit. Uh, actually, they, they actually had a uh, woman who was on the bridge give her account of what happened. She barely, nearly went over the edge with oh, it. Shit. So the, the lady describes going onto the bridge, right? And she hears a large, large noise and suddenly she feels everything start to shake. So she immediately throws her car in reverse. And as she's reversing, this is like you said, it took 60 seconds for this to happen. One minute for an entire bridge to fall and kill 48 people, 46. right? 46 people that she immediately threw it in reverse. And before her tires reached over that, that were like the, the cutoff where the bridge yeah. fell, her tires were stuck right there. Oh my god! She barely made it. That's and that, scary. That's so crazy. Yeah, it is so crazy. So, so yeah. So reflexes, right? I guess that's what we would put it into. <laughs> yeah. Cat-like reflexes. So where does the Mothman come into all of this? So people claimed that hours before the bridge collapsed that they spotted the Mothman near the bridge. This was like the first major sighting that they had of him right, right. in over a year. Many people would later confess to also having strange dreams of seeing people drowning in the frigid river and seeing Christmas presents floating down. 
That was the last time the Mothman had been seen in a major incident in Point Pleasant. People began to speculate that the Mothman arrived as a warning or an omen of doom for what would happen at the bridge. And that's what would label him pretty much as like the black cat of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so... So, okay, I want to, before you continue, I want to kick back on some of the stuff you guys have said. So you said that some accounts said that he was just trying to communicate with these people. Uh Uh-huh. What if that is essentially his deal? He's just trying to warn you about stuff. What if he was trying to warn these families from that time and and space? And, you know, um, so if I remember correctly, there is one man who was actually receiving messages, strange messages from uh, just random addresses telling him of dates that things were going to happen. But he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And he was actually giving these accounts to reporters. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he, he would be watching the, like, the national news, not not the local news. And he was like, I, I heard. Did they tell me about that? Yeah. 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 So, huh. yeah, uh, I forgot what his name is. I should have done more research on that. I apologize. That is crazy. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, there, there is a lot that is involved with the Mothman that I wish I could have kind of took some more notes on. Uh, but I, I think we're going to keep it a little bit of clean cut, just basic to Mothman. But there are a lot of UFO sightings, a lot of lights, strange light sightings, orbs, uh, men in black encounters, and all of these things that are surrounding Point Pleasant, which seem to kind of be too coincidental for all of these things to be happening. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it is it is worth noting because, I mean, a lot of these things kind of go hand in hand with I mean, we're, we're just getting to like the clear cut story, but there's a lot of yeah meat in between these incidents. Oh, like yeah. Like how you said. Absolutely. Men in black, uh, a lot of weird events mm-hmm. or lights, like you said. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what if this was someone actually trying to warn people but it was yeah, yeah. taken as like because we're so primitive at the time that we're thinking it's <laughs> something that's trying to endanger us well, and and that's essentially one of the theories is that just is, they like to eat dogs you know that's their <laughs> that's their delicacy yeah, that's just their food yeah yeah, yeah. but uh let me get a yeah. snack while i warn you <laughs> gargoyles anyways <laughs> so other notable sightings before tragedies um i only have two I think you have more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got plenty. So, my first one was a sighting during 9-11 where someone photographed a figure similar to the Mothman flying in the background. And this is, like, while 9-11 is happening. If you Google the photo, it doesn't look like a Mothman. (laughs) Like, I think it's kind of reaching, but this is one Uh, that's a popular theory. So, I was kind of afraid to kind of do this one because... I, I know it says before and after, but there are, I think, also a few that say that they saw it just minutes. Or, or when did you say that it happened? Uh, or, well, the only thing I saw, like, I I literally could only find one page that said that, like, mentioned 9-11 in the Mothman. Okay. Um, so when did they say that they cited it? During, like, the event. See, so, and that's why I, I was kind of afraid because... <sighs> There is uh, many, many, many images of uh, quote unquote jumping man. Oh. And I would hate for anybody to try to look up this event. I didn't even think about that. And then that. get 
something jumping man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't don't look it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even think of uh, that. But there is still other accounts that uh, because I do have this one, and there is accounts of the sightings of Mothman uh, prior and uh, after the actual event, right? Really? Yeah. So they, he was being spotted in the area uh, before and after the actual event, and then I, so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they were also recalling there was some kind of like <clears throat> smell and noises that led up to the incidences, right? Uh, I don't know. About I that. didn't read anything no. about smells and, and noises. No. Uh uh-uh, uh. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. I, I, I could have swore. I've, <laughs> I was like I said, I didn't buckle down on this, but they would always relate mm. some kind of like odor or, oh, or yeah, sensation yeah. to. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, uh, the so. It was actually after the initial sighting that a lot of accounts had actually started to trickle in. I mean, it was actually over a hundred that were reported sightings followed in the next year and a half from the initial first sighting. But yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot, lot going on here. Okay, so um, my other sighting was there was also a reported sighting at the I-35 West Minnesota bridge collapse. Oh, yeah. So a woman called into the legendary Art Bell show and claimed to have seen the Mothman near Stewartsville or Stewartville, Minnesota on June 27th, a month before their bridge collapsed. Um, And so the thing about this is that people like i guess it was like a skeptic like looking into this bridge collapse and like about how like oh nobody said anything about mothman and blah 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 and then Uh uh after that like this lady calls into art bell and he was like oh there it is (laughs) what a coincidence yeah exactly yeah so do what other incidents do you have where they there's sightings of mothman so i actually have uh an account of a trucker reported spied the mothman at o'hara international airport in chicago oh shit yeah so a truck driver who spotted or who stopped at o'hara international airport in chicago on november 26 2019 Uh claimed he spotted a person with wings around seven feet tall standing by a fence while he took a smoke break at about 6 30 p.m he reported his sighting to ufo uh clearinghouse I, i guess i don't really know what that is probably a website yeah it's, and and that's what it says it's just an online source for just encounters and stuff according yeah. to the investigators like aol chat rooms were really <laughs> yeah. big on this this was the, the what angel fire websites back then <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> but uh according to the people who took the report the truck driver said the creature had a wingspan of approximately six feet and looked like a demon or a goblin and was solid black the witness mentioned the creature may have had its back to him and that it was walking with a gait like a bird. He claimed it was flapping its wings as it walked towards the large field that it was by uh, in the airport uh, runway and disappeared into the night. The witness him, himself believed he was the, in the presence of a demon. Oh, shit. When the investigators asked if he had you know, seen anything like this before... The truck driver detailed a similar experience as a child in Mexico where a solid black winged creature was circling an open field and made loud screeching noise before flying off into the surrounding forest. I'm telling you, real Jeepers Creepers vibes up in here. Yeah, well, I mean, so this guy, he so he's from Mexico. Did he see a lachusa? That's what I was thinking. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. All right. 
Sorry, guys, if you hear like a singing voice, it is not a ghost in the background. It's just my kids' lullabies. <laughs> Which sound creepy. Yeah. Um, so God. do you have any other ones before I jump into Chicago? Which the Chicago one is this? I have two different ones about Chicago. One of them about, um, let me see. Or, well, I'll just read it. And then if you have more, then we can add Okay, on. yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. So around 2011, residents of Chicago be- began reporting sightings of a creature that sounded similar to the Mothman. The description and behavior of the Mothman matched what was reported previously in West Virginia. I'm going to read an excerpt of an interview that an anonymous person gave to a website called Phantoms and Monsters. Wait, before you continue that, I want to touch on the part that you were giving the description where the person said it looked like a goblin. Okay. What the hell does a goblin look like to it? Oh, yeah, no me, shit. Right, right now, I'll be like, what the fuck is... Like, the, when I think of goblin, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little mainstream, I think of Spider-Man. Oh, I was thinking of Harry Potter. I oh. was thinking of Labyrinth. Of oh, course, that's true. That, that's what you think, like you think of something <laughs> right, absolutely small or mainstream. Like, what goblin are you talking about? Like, that's such a weird <laughs> description to put. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Any just to say goblin? That's just very specific. Well, yeah, and you're absolutely right because I mean. <laughs> I mean, aside from folklore, no one has ever actually presented, you know, these are just accounts of like, hey, I saw a goblin and just somebody made up a description of what yeah. they saw. And that's what's labeled as a goblin. But I mean, what goblin is the definitive, yeah. yeah, what is yeah. the definitive description of a goblin? Yeah. Now I'm thinking of what is the dude's name from Labyrinth? Jared? Uh, no, no, no. 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 Uh, the little dude. Uh, oh, uh, Hoggle? Yeah, oh, there yeah. you go. Um, <laughs> that's who I imagine now. Yeah, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho. Or was it a Goblin King? David Bowie with this. <laughs> with a cod piece. <laughs> that was not a cod piece, sir. <laughs> Even though you like to lie to yourself. I'm keeping my thoughts to myself. <laughs> that Anyways. thing was too jiggly. <laughs> to oh be a God. cod piece. Anyways. David Bowie inside. You can't go wrong. Anyways, okay. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. <laughs> This man was gifted. <laughs> Have him shimmy for the people. <laughs> it's a very under budget film. No plot line. Oh lord. We need something to bring in the gals. <laughs> Anywho's okay, so back to this person uh in twenty eleven of Chicago. Uh this is a direct quote. We were watching and observing as the moon began its transit when we heard a very loud scream. This sounded like squeaky truck brakes that squill when you're pressing hard on them. At first, we thought that's what it was, maybe a CTA bus or big truck with brakes that needed changing or maintenance. We heard it again. This time it lasted at about three seconds, whereas the previous sound was brief. I looked up to see a large object flying low over the docks that stick out into Burnham Harbor from across the water, This object looked like a large black bat, but also had humanoid features such as pronounced arms and legs. So that's the first one. And so another anonymous report was given to a website called Singular 40N. 
He said that he thought that it may have been a Bigfoot initially, but then noticed <laughs> a that it- flying Bigfoot? <laughs> Let me finish. My bad. So he thought it was a Bigfoot initially, but then noticed that it had a large set of membrane wings attached to the back, extending over the top of its head. He described the shape of the wings as that of a gargoyle. The body was eight to nine feet in height and covered in dark fur. The arms and legs were well defined. So wow, man these these people got like leg fetishes or something. Jeepers just, creepers, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> they're like fucking calves. Fucking what? Oh, it's just Lola. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know, like it's a burnt person. It's Lola. Like she had that creature had legs for days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those were the last of my sightings. Do you have any other ones? Yes, I do. All right, uh, one that before may you, before okay. I continue. I feel like if Baggins encountered the Mothman, he'd be like, "What are you squat, bro?" <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> hey, man, when you see the glute- gluteus maximus oh, on this yeah. thing, <laughs> woo, you, boy, he can squat. What do you squat, bro? <laughs> Go, bro. You go. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I do have one that may actually change your perception uh, a little more on the side of maybe he is trying to warn people. Maybe maybe he's just uh, misunderstood. So uh, one of the Mothman uh, encounters may have or is alleged that he saved the lives of some miners in Freiburg, Germany. Oh, okay. On September 10th, 1978, a group of miners in Freiburg, Germany came face to face with a seemingly less headless creature with glowing red eyes on its chest, blocking the mine's entrance. At first, they thought it was a man with a trench coat, but they quickly realized it was not a coat, but unfrailed, large black wings. The man, the men remained in the mine entrance, stunned and staring at the creature until it let out a blood-curdling screech that sent the miner scrambling out. About an hour later, the men felt a seismic rumble and witnessed a plume of dust shoot from the mine as it collapsed. If the men had gone in their stations in the mine, as usual, the majority of them would have died. It appeared as though what they dubbed the Freeburg Shrieker saved their lives. Oh, shit. Okay. So I guess I guess Mothman is international now? I guess so. Fucking doing great <laughs> he, job. He goes where he's needed. <laughs> like is Batman, it? but okay. No, I, wow. Well, when I was thinking, I was thinking of like <laughs> the Incredible Hulk theme song where he's like on the side of the road with his thumb up. Like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mothman's oh, just like heading your way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just a weary traveler. Don't make me angry. So, oh God, jeez, just pecs popping out and six pack and stuff. <laughs> no, no pecs, thighs, thighs and calves. <laughs> Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like my calves when I'm angry. <laughs> so, uh, the Mothman may have uh, tried to warn people of the Fukushima disaster as well. Oh, we're, we're uh, yeah, he, I mean, he gets his. I guess he migrates during certain times of the year. So Marcus Pules, an American visiting Japan, was out with a friend near the Fukushima plant when suddenly they heard a loud whooshing sound and a terrible screech. As they looked back towards the plant, they saw a figure. Pules describes as large and black. From the distance I was at, it looked 
to be sitting on the top of one of the squared-shaped buildings. It sat there for about five seconds. Then it unfurled a large set of what I could only describe as large black wings. The creature took flight, circling the plant a few times before coming closer to them. That's when I noticed the the two large red eyes. They seemed to glow from within and with a blood-red hue. They were unblinking in the three or four seconds we saw them. We knew they were looking straight at us. We knew this creature knew we could see it, and it made no attempt to disguise itself. Pules describes an immense feeling of dread that washed over him, and the creature vanished as quickly as it had appeared. It was until Pules was back home in America, hearing the news on CNN about the devastation of the Japanese earthquake and the explosion at the very same nuclear plant where he had witnessed the creature, that he realized he may have seen the infamous harbinger of disaster known as Mothman. Damn, I messed it up. Mothman. Wow, that's insane. (laughs) Mothman sounds so much more terrifying to me. (laughs) Mothman's going to get you pleased to make me do fractions. Don't make me. That's crazy, I'm a simple though. man already. Please don't make me feel stupid. <laughs> don't make me convert to this the, the metric system. Oh God, decimals, you fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I also have another account of the Mothman being connected to the Chernobyl disaster. Okay, I want to hear. You this. know what? I'm, yeah, I am with you on that. I, I I've read a couple of this on the unsavory <laughs> stuff on the internet. So I'm I'm anxious to hear what you got. So uh, the Mothman is also believed to have been around the worst nuclear accident in history. Throughout 1985, many scientists and other workers at the nuclear plant in Chernobyl in the Ukraine claimed to have seen a large black-like creature, bird-like, with the body of a man flying around the plant. Those who saw the red eyes, the red-eyed beast also reported a series of strange harassing phone calls and a string of nightmares leading up to the disastrous explosion in April 1986. On April 26, 1986, the day of the incident, several people saw the huge black bird actually flying around the smokestacks after the explosion. Even those in the nearby town of Pripyat Pripyat, uh, claimed to have seen the strange creature that became known as the Black Bird of Chernobyl. In the days leading up to the disaster, Pripyat was also affected and uh, later evacuated because of the harmful radiation. So, I, again, I want to reiterate, if this is scaring fucking Russians. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is, you got hard ass Russians getting phone calls, phone calls, phone so, calls. And they're like, this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Russians. And just think about that, ladies and gentlemen. These are... Russian citizens getting telephono calls and they're going, this is freaking me Why do me I out. just like think of like Mothman though, like in the middle of the night doing prank calls and he's just like, like not, no, you're, you're, you're underselling the salon. These are Russians. I'm sorry, but that's like the first like thing they I call, thought. Well, like, I, I'm, I'm your... going back to Dyatlov, right? Like think yeah. of those kids and how yeah, tough those exactly. motherfuckers are. So I'm thinking like, Jen's going like, oh. Is your refrigerator? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. And they're like, oh, no, sort of. My refrigerator is, yes, perfectly. And they're like, oh, this has got to be like, hello. And it's like, something's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, they're literally. And you mess that up. It's like, no, man, we need no refrigerator oh, here. We, we're yeah. freezing. <laughs> 
Anyways. We eat, we eat frozen horse meat. Oh yeah, the, like, what would scare them? <laughs> like, you know, like, what would yeah. terrify them? Like, death is at their door yeah. every day. What, <laughs> what phone call would you tell them? Like, and uh, who was, again, uh, probably not meant for the timeline, but, like, who would their pre- like, unless it's, like, government official here telling you and they're like oh shit but what would scare these guys that they would be like i had nightmares just screaming (laughs) oh these kids i scream back at you ah (laughs) you scream i scream louder i i'm realizing i'm just like a real big fraidy cat about everything one time like somebody left like a seven minute voicemail of like it sounded like of just uh like if they were in a room full of like papers and left on like an oscillating fan and there was just like papers flying everywhere. That's all it sounded like. Uh, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't be terrified by that, but I that's pretty, actually kind of creepy. Yeah, it was very creepy. That is actually. Or, very I don't creepy. know if it was me or Lino that got that voicemail, but I just okay. remember <laughs> the, the story. You're like, I don't know, wait, was it my <laughs> It was either way, I can't remember because I remember You, you just heard it, right? You yeah, remember I, hearing no, it. No, that is it like it scared me. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. It is burned into my brain. But uh yeah. That I can't imagine what the fuck would scare the shit out of them. <laughs> or if like imagine just getting that call in the middle of the night and just it's random just like Russians getting scared in the middle of the night <laughs> by a phone call. Not getting upset. Not getting irritated, but getting genuinely scared. Yeah. So I also have another account with a eyewitness in Wisconsin who claims that the Mothman had attacked his car. In September 2006 in La Crosse, Wisconsin, a Cherokee man and his son were driving down an isolated stretch of road at night when the Mothman attacked them. Uh, Ahwali was his name, and he told... How the creature flew alongside and then directly in front of their windshield, close enough to touch them. Oh, shit. They got a real good look at it and describing it as a bat-like and fleshy with sparse hair and red eyes the size of road reflectors. What the fuck? Yeah, he described the monster's high-pitched screech that gave them vertigo and made them stick sick to their stomachs. The man's son pulled over and threw up on the side of the road. After returning to the location a few days later in the daytime, all they found left behind was a deer carcass. They later blamed kind of on po- poachers, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's kind of weird. It's a weird coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I just want to say, like, um, uh, funny how we were talking about the Bel Air and now we're talking about where we jumped to 2006. The speed on it is going to be a little bit faster than the Bel Air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and for something to actually make you nauseated enough to pull over <laughs> when you're being attacked by something, we're like, you know what? I'm going to barf. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So uh, the last account that I have is a uh, possible, possible Mothman sighting. That is correlated with the swine flu outbreak in Mexico. Okay. (laughs) Some believe the large, hairy, red-eyed creature, the people of La uh, Junta, Mexico, began to see stalking the area in 2009 was the legendary Mothman. The sightings occurred around the time leading up to the 2009 swine flu outbreak in Mexico. Two witnesses, Angela Mendez and Viviana Ledesma experienced pure terror as they heard the creature's screech emanating out from an apple orchard near 
Muneka Cemetery. A student who requested to remain anonymous also reported the Mothman chasing him for 15 minutes on the night of March 6, 2009. That is a long... I know. (laughs) I would just have a heart attack at that point. (laughs) Yeah. So he had... (laughs) You got to think about it. You see this fucking Mothman chasing you. I'm going to keep running. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Yeah, is it on foot or is it in a car? No, it's on foot. (gasps) So, like, the Mothman was just fucking with him. Pretty much. Because, I mean, if he could catch up to a 100-mile-per-hour car, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he could have caught this dude on foot. Yeah. (laughs) You forgot your wallet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Esperate. Esperate. That was the omen. You're going on this big hot date and you're going to forget your fucking wallet, dude. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, God. So despite the best efforts of local authorities to hunt down the entity, no traces were ever found, though. And uh, those are all my accounts. Well, yeah, nothing's going to come up because they're in the fucking air. <laughs> Or if, can you imagine if he was fucking chasing you on foot, though? <laughs> Especially knowing that there's other reports saying that he's not that great at, like, using his legs on land. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of other great uh, encounters that I missed uh, that I wish I would have actually taken down. Because, like, if I if I remember correctly, there were actually these two guys who were actually out there looking for the Mothman. <laughs> of course. Because they, well, they were looking for it because they actually believed that it was just a hoax, right? So they go out on a motorcycle and they actually come up to the TNT area and they they actually see these glowing red eyes on top of the building. But to them, they're like, well, I just believe that it was some, you know, anybody, some kids possibly with two reflectors on a piece of plywood, right? Or on a piece Uh of board holding it up there. So they get off the bike and they try to get the bike to reflect the light up there. But, you know, of course, it's a motorcycle. Uh So they can't get it to look up uh, high enough. So they actually go inside of the building. Right. And they actually encounter the Mothman in the shadows. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. In on the the. Oh, God. What is it called? Uh, Like the catwalk. Right. So just picture that they're in this this industrial building. They're on the catwalk and they see the shadowy figure standing in the in the. Yeah, it wasn't enough to see the reflective eyes. He's like, yeah, I'm up here. And they were like, no, you're not. Yeah. So we're going to debunk this. (laughs) So they they actually approach the Mothman or what they they perceive to be the Mothman. And they start talking. They start trying to get a response from it. And one of the guys thinking that he's smart, which I, I kind of agree, right? It's a smart move. He says, man, if this is just a bird, I'm going to fucking shoot it, man. I'm going to shoot it. Right? So they're, they're, they're hoping that the, this thing is going to be like, no, no, wait, wait. I'm, I'm a guy. Don't shoot me. Yeah. Right? But they get no, it gets, they get no response out of it. It just stays quiet. So he says, man, I'm not fucking around. I'm really going to shoot this thing. If it's really a bird, I'm going to shoot it. So he starts reaching into his pocket. To, to, you know, kind of mimic like he's going to pull out a gun and shoot yeah. it. And it still gets no response out of it. And then suddenly it starts walking towards kind of a ledge. And uh, still with the thought that they're they're skeptical, they, they tell it like, hey, man, don't go out there. Because it's like a 30-foot drop down to, uh, you know, just the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't want nobody to get hurt, you know, even if they're just hoaxers or not. So they're trying to warn him, like, hey, man, don't go out that way. You're going to fall down. And it walks out and it just disappears. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of details in that one. But, 
that's pretty much the gist of that one. And I really like that one. I don't know why I didn't grab that one. No, that one sounds scary as fuck. Like, boy, you gotta fucking have some balls of steel to just walk in there. You gotta understand, like, you, it's like if you tell me, like, yeah, donkey lady, and, like, I'm out there, and there's some, like, fiesta sucia on the ground. I'm like, hey, girl, I can see your butt cheeks. Get out of here, girl. And then she turns around, and it's like full-fledged donkey face. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's a donkey lady. It's a donkey lady. Oh, my God. And she's like, give me all your big red. <laughs> oh, God. Is this the new thing? Donkey lady likes big red. I thought that and was, I thought that oh was my like God. on my east. Speaking of, there's a meme that's going around again. I remember when they're all like, oh, we're going to go uh, to Area 51, all those people. Okay. Okay. okay so they're be- they're resharing this meme on Facebook of uh, like when everybody gets their own alien. And it's all like me introducing Barbacoa and big red to my alien. <laughs> Oh, I thought that's what, what? I thought that's what the donkey lady cried out for. She wanted barbacoa and, and big, big red, red on yeah. a Sunday morning. Yeah, don't we all? She got no after a long night of spooking the locals, man. Nothing better than some barbacoa on maize with some pico de gallo. She's Ooh. like, I, I'm vexed. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Moderna and I'm ready for some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> God. Anyways, all right. <laughs> She's so. clacking her nails. Where's that barbacoa? <laughs> <sighs> I am totally getting haunted tonight. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. If it's not the Mothman, it's the donkey yeah, lady. I know. <laughs> and then just confusing the Lachusa with the Mothman. I'm <laughs> probably gonna get I'm, both of them. I'm telling you, bro. Y'all don't know the fucking thing. Just take a couple micheladas with you. <laughs> she comes out just. Chuck them. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Don't, shake Don't shake it. Don't shake it. Where's the salt? If you are throwing takis at me, I'm for sure going back for your ass. <laughs> oh, God, man. No, I got to get the fucking the pinwheels from the Puglia <laughs> and then yeah. put some the Valentin on top. Oh, well, boy. I honestly want to say that the fact that we've been experienced what we've experienced that we haven't brought out salsa getty. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, what do yeah. you think? Um. I I love Mothman and all of his artwork that comes along with it. And I do have this little um, thing towards the end. So since then, the Mothman has spawned its own festival in Point Pleasant, a town. Yay. Yeah. A town that had reportedly only 4,350 residents in the 2010 census. The first annual festival started in 2002 and continues to this day, being held the third weekend of every September. Here you can uh, visit a 12-foot Mothman statue that has <laughs> yeah, a YouTube live feed opposite side of the street of the museum. And so I've been watching it like since last night. And it's literally like it, at night, it's just people like going to visit, take pictures, whatever. But then in the morning, like it was like some vendor setting up. I'm like, are you guys having a farmer's market around the fucking. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. God, that is so cool. Eat organic. Shit, man. So, and uh, this town, oh my God. If you want to get a feel for this town, there is a. You know, and I, I don't want to advertise other people on here, but then I, you know, who cares? But uh, there's the, the BuzzFeed Unsolved on the Mothman, and the two guys actually walk around the town, 
And it seems like an adorable town. <laughs> it, I mean, they have a coffee house where they sell Mothman-inspired coffee. They have a pizza parlor where they oh, fucking yeah. make pizzas in the shapes of fucking Mothman. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like such an adorable little town. Yeah, it does. And it's just so weird because I was talking to Eric about this before we started recording that, like, it's like situated in such a weird spot where like there's the mothman museum on one side and then there's the coffee shop on the other side and so i'm looking on google maps to see what's in the area and like behind the coffee shop is a children's consignment store so i'm just like that sticks out like a sore thumb in the middle of mothman country so yeah sometimes that just happens unless they sell like little baby mothman clothes mothman (laughs) diapers Yeah. yeah Um, I dig it. I, I just want to add a little part to it that uh, uh-huh. we recently went to something locally here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which was an art show. Oh, and I think a paper lot trail. Of, yeah, paper trail. Uh, there was a lot of amazing artists there. And me personally, like I said, the guy, he didn't tell me to say anything like that. But it's uh, a Gemini Vato or at. Chale Tamale 210 <laughs> really does amazing um, stuff for SA and I was just really taken back from you know so I'm giving a big shout out um, for anybody listening here in uh, SA which I think this is what it is all about uh, locally speaking if oh, you guys yeah. are listening to yeah. us go ahead and tell your friends um, just like I'm telling you, uh, you you take a look at his stuff I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy it yeah oh yeah yeah it's like cool. I, I mean we're 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 local right Mm -hmm. so support local business support your local podcasters give give support to people who are doing it for the enjoyment yeah right you know because if you if you ever want to buy us a beer in person though (laughs) i don't know if i'll be allowed out at that time (laughs) (laughs) yes please creepy goth girls buy me a beer Anyhoosers. So I think that's pretty much it. I like to get beat during sex. But, okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, okay, again, you can find us on... That Ab- was uh, actually... He was direct, not talking to Goth Girls. He was talking to Mothman directly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you listen. Yeah, man, you got to see them cheeks. Oh, yeah. Boy, and them the, cheeks. The BuzzFeed Unsolved <laughs> video. He's like, I've seen them Mothman thigh videos. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, if you have a chance, check out that video. Literally, just so you could, like, get close-ups of the Mothman statue. Like, they gave him a fucking, like, a 12-pack. And that boy, boy thick. Gave him some cheekies, and I'm just like, Oh, my like, God, yeah. They, they even fucking put chest hair on the motherfucker, man. Jeez. Anywho. Oh, Lord, I love um, it. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and share us. And uh, again, it's Let's Chat Paranormal. It is no longer paranormal.chat. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Chat Paranormal. And then you can send in your stories to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com. Um, or not even stories. Go ahead and give us comments about just what yeah. you think yeah, about stuff. Anything. Let, just let join the community. Yeah, just just tell us about just cool shit. Tell me if you have a natural way to deter cats from shitting in the mulch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no bagging stuff. <laughs> <laughs> tell me which uh, Wilson is your favorite. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going with Mobius from Loki lately. <laughs> I'm still going with Patrick. 
Drink. You guys are so lame. I'm Lightning McQueen all the way. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, oh, so Lord. I think that's about it. All right. Anything yeah. y'all want to add? Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week and uh, have a great week. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>